Fuck it. About to get a rig. About to shoot up anything I get my hands on. I just want to feel this fucking needle. I want to see this blood draw back. I'm going to shoot it into my arm, and if I miss, I fucking miss, and I hope I get a blood clot and die. To feel like this much better, and it's stupid. Me. I'm just I'm just groaning in the background. You know, that's probably not the best way to start a podcast, in hindsight. I, I probably shouldn't start every episode just going, oh, God. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I, I enjoy doing this, but just, I don't know, reliving cringy moments in my life comes with some groaning. It's like, have you ever been in the shower just scrubbing your body and then like you remember something horribly cringy and embarrassing you did in high school or or I don't know you you know you just saying that you know you remember something and then you just relive that moment in your head and you all those feelings of just like horribleness coming you're just like oh god that was horrible <laughs> horrible time in my life you know I laugh about it now but Anyway, sorry, am I ranting again? Hey, what's up, you guys? It's I, it's Unk, and uh, holy shit, yeah. Sorry about the crit, the the ugh, but um, fuck this this episode was was really bad, <clears throat> to say the least. Uh, why was this why was this episode bad? Um, well, as you know, I have been digging through. The <clears throat> solid state drive on here and uncovering uh, recordings from the vault. Um, yeah, I mean, I, pl- I did one last last week. I did uh, one with me and Ryan and I tell some fucking insane story. And, you know, I have to go back and edit this shit. So when I listen back to the all the things and like remember the memories, I just go, oh, fuck. Um, but this one is unique. Uh, I uncovered one from the vault and I was very fucking conflicted, you guys, about releasing this episode. Um, this is a fucking old one. This is like from a f- the fucking time capsule from like pre-rehab, uh, shenanigans. And yeah, it's not easy to talk about. So don't mind me. Let me just vape real quick. I'm sorry. Pardon me. Ugh, that coil's burnt. Yuck. Ugh. So, 
Hey, um, where was I? <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I found this one and I was really conflicted, right? Uh, for many reasons. First of all, this was, this is like early, early era, like release, even releasing the podcast, like even, um, the episodes before that we, we didn't even like, we were still a podcast back in the day, but we would just do recordings with our friends and then we'd have a stockpile of these recording sessions, right? But we never uploaded shit. We were just too shit scared. Like me and Ryan and uh, we're, we're both on ADC, which stands for adult drug court. And, um, our drug counselors and our probation officer, they caught wind. Someone had told them that we were making a podcast. So, and I know that because they approached me and said, oh, you're making a podcast. Like, what's the name of your podcast? And, um, all we could say is, oh yeah, we haven't released anything yet. So, uh, we don't know what to call it. And in fact, we had a name and everything, but we didn't want our counselors to fucking hear this shit because you, they catch wind of any detail of your life and they put restrictions on it. And if you don't follow those guidelines, you're going to do a sanction in jail for at least a weekend, if not maybe a week or two weeks. It was fucked. So, um, but in this era... <laughs> I had, we, or yeah, we had released like episode three. We had just released episode three of the podcast. And I think episode four, I come clean and admit to my relapse. Um, so that was post a drug court, but it was pre rehab. (laughs) My fucking timeline in my life. Holy fuck. This is why I cringe when I fucking relive and remember all this fuck shit. (laughs) Um, but anyway, yeah, I had just released episode three. Uh, Ryan had he was on the run. Um, no, no, he was. He had no. He wasn't on the run. He was in rehab. I had released episode three, and I had rela- recently relapsed. Um, and it was just fucked. And so I remember doing this recording session with my friend Kirk, who. Um, took off a year before or a little over a year before uh, took off from central coast and moved to Las Vegas and me and Kirk would get high uh, back in the day all the time. Uh, It was, it was bad, but this recording, um, why is it so cringe and why am I reluctant to release this? First of all, so this is before I kind of got down uh, phone recordings and I was just doing the ghetto ass shit of holding uh, my, my iPhone on speaker on, and to the microphone. So the audio quality isn't that good. First of all, <clears throat> second of all, I, uh, after listening to this and re-remembering everything, refinding this recording and, and editing it and listening to it, uh, I remember I was had recently relapsed and I was uh, actively getting high while doing this phone interview with my friend Kirk. I could hear myself making like noises like ow, like I fucking literally poked myself with a needle and I I can hear myself, dude. I could even in one part, oh, Jesus fuck, I don't know if anyone else can hear it, but I could hear 
I'm cooking up another shot and I can hear the fucking water and the, the dope mixture under the flame in my cooker. I could hear it like bubbling and sizzling. Like it, it makes it sound like, and so I was just like, wow, I was cooking up. I can, I can at one point hear my, I'm fiddling around with a belt. Like no one's fucking around with a belt that loose. Oh my God. Ugh. Unless it's off their pants and in both, and they're both their hands, you know, it's like, gee. and then I could just tell by listening to this, I start out, I start out on the beginning of this record recording sounding sick. And then I can tell the moment in the recording where I was like, oh yeah, I just did an issue there. And, um, as I, as the podcast progresses, I sound higher and higher and higher on the, that's the most cringe thing is like, like, I mean, you podcast for a while, you learn things about carrying a conversation in a recording, like let giving room for people to speak and then, you know, not saying anything. So their audio comes through clear and then picking, knowing where to pick up on cues and shit. But I was just fucking high out of my mind, getting higher and higher. I think I did a couple of issues and an issue is a, a shot for those who don't know. But yeah, I think I, I did a couple of them because I just get f- more and more h- fucked up sounding. And, uh, I have to apologize, not for the getting high part. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, everybody in the world that I relapsed back then. I can't really take it back. But um, what I'm most sorry for is how fucking horrible it sounds. <laughs> because fuck, dude, I wouldn't want. I didn't want to listen to this, and I was just any part where I talk, I just kind of edit out as much as I could. So you don't hear as much as my, my annoying ass on here, but, um, Jesus fucking Christ. And of course, you know, I mean, looking back on it and it's just like, God damn, I was such a fucking mess. (laughs) Like no shit. Like listen to my voice, how it sounds now and how I talk right now. Slightly more articulate, I hope. I mean, I am kind of a dumbass until the stories of my dumbassery. But um, when I was fucked off and on fucking heroin, like, I definitely sound different. You can tell, like, if you compare how this recording and how my voice sounds now to fucking how it sounds like a few years ago. Like, God, this was over two, so like three years ago. In one of my many relapses, I was, oh, I was fucked off, dude. Jesus Christ. But, um, anyway, yeah, I just, I sound like a fucking, ugh. ugh. So, yeah, I tried to edit it out <clears throat> as much as I can. And another, th- and all this fuck shit happens. Like, during the recording, I was telling a story and the laptop died. And so we had to, like, start up again. And we didn't even leave off where... We were where it cut off and on a whole new different topic, but um, I think I'm gonna overdub that part and I'll retell the story I was gonna tell or was telling during that during that recording. Um, yeah, I'll do that. Fuck it. Uh, and and Kirk, like, fucking poor guy. Like, he he's on the phone with me and he's just talking about being strung out on on 
fucking tar and Xanax. And you can tell, like, he has to take, like, a couple Xanax every couple hours, he says. And he was up to a shit ton. And uh, if he did, he said even in the recording, if he didn't take him, he'd break out into a seizure, which I believe uh, Xanax withdrawals are fucking crazy. They can kill you. Um, but you can tell he's, like, got a runny nose and he's a little sick. So he's, like, got the nose sniffles and... Um, I was just so I was super reluctant. Like, God, should I? I was. I had an idea. Like, oh wow, this is a recording with Kirk. Like, I'll release this. And then listening to it, I was like, fuck, this is like pretty, very raw, uh, super shameful. Like, holy fuck. Like, I mean, I don't talk about actively getting high. Like in the recording, like, oh, I'm getting high right now, everybody. Like, not trying to glorify. It. I'm very much junkie shame like trying to like not talk about keep it secret but i sound uber high so warrant trigger warning of course and my apologies uh listeners fucking squadron brethren uh fuck the it just the quality is not that good but kirk tells some fucking insane stories like i won't even get into it there they get really fucking morbid and dark he talks about his all these friends that have gotten murdered out in, in his area. And, um, he talks about some crazy ass shit. So the content is just, it's like insanely raw. And so after contemplating it in my head over and over, I was like, well, I'm not really doing new recordings that much. And except for telling a story or two at the moment because of shit going on with my life and, I'm gearing up for a, a second surgery in a, like a month or maybe a few weeks. We'll see. So doing all that crazy shit, it was just like I thought, well, I'll just release a bunch of old episodes for uh, while I'm dealing with this bullshit. Um, but this one is just like fucking it's it gets dark as fuck. But they're and they're but they're fucking insane stories. So. Needless to say, I had to edit the shit out of um, this episode. I had to censor out certain names, censor out certain places, or or, or um, censor out certain things, like uh, a lot of shit. I mean, there was some content in this recording I just had to cut out entirely. Um, but I tried to do my best to edit to make the flow go through, and I tried to edit myself out as much as possible because there's just some parts where I'm so high like I'm making and there's still like you can't help it but like I had to like leave some parts in where I'm just like making just I was like nodding out at the microphone (sighs) fucking what a god fucking dumb fuck I've I was and still am sometimes but at least I'm not doing heroin so hey I got that going for me um but back then just like I can't believe I was even trying to make a podcast and I was just shooting up dope. I had, I was so naive and clueless, but I also was so nihilistic and just didn't even care whether what happened. I was like, just I, part of me thought, thought I was invincible, but a part of me did not care if I lived or died. You know, I was just like, I'm going to live like I'm invincible and whatever happens, happens. I just, I don't know. I, I really had a one-track mind. It was like, I, with all this crazy shit I've been through, I have to escape it and numb out and not, and at least when I was high, I just would sit in a place where I would, 
that would be the last thing on my mind was <clears throat> just horrible things I was either going through at the time or had gone through and just I would numb out and it, it was like a clean slate for those eight hours I was high. I was just like, all right, cool. I can think about just norm normalcy, even though probably to the outside world, I did not look normal at all. I mean, fuck. I mean, <laughs> ugh. I, there, there was, um, I used to have all my old driver's license, right? And you could just see in every picture, every few years or whatever that they would take a new picture. I was slowly degrading, becoming more of this like junky looking, just like zombie. Thank God I got my wallet stolen by one of my, my plugs <laughs> later on. And those are, those uh, pictures are gone. So there's really no record of how bad I looked. There's probably still some remnants of photos here and there. I'm just like, oh, dude, I, yeah, I look really bad right there. But anyway, enough of that. Um, what do I want to say about Kirk? Uh, I met Kirk in Central Coast. Now, uh, I was using it with one, uh, one of my girlfriends at the time, and she had uh, met Kirk at the bus stop, and he said he could get heroin, so she got his number and then told me, and then we hit him up, and he was our our plug for a while for, for fucking getting well, you know, and he would get me Suboxone, he could get me Suboxone and shit like that. Um, he lived in Pismo Beach, uh, God, if you don't know Pismo Beach, like, fuck, it's in lo fucking Looney Tunes, that's where Bugs Bunny's going all the fucking time, where he's burrowing underground, getting lost, he's always trying to get to Pismo Beach, right? So he lived there, and I would drive there. And his roommate didn't use, and we would we would get high in his room, and he would always be like, he's super paranoid, like, you got to keep it down. You got to keep it down. I can't have my, my fucking, my roommate finding out, blah, blah, blah. So it was always a real uh, mission, if you will, to get high with Kirk after we scored. We did, we'd try and get you know, load in in the car. I mean, at least I did. I, I didn't give a fuck. I would shoot up all fucking driving, steering with my knees and shit. Like, if it was daylight, like, but if we were getting high at night, it's super hard in your car because you have to use the light and then you can't see like as well outside the window. So you don't know if anyone can see in and see you get high. It's just, it's a nightmare. I remember once we had gotten, Kirk had gotten me and my girlfriend some black and we were driving up to, like, he, he asked for a ride to Michael's, some art supply store, because he, he does graffiti and shit, and he wanted some, he was going to fucking boost some art supplies. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll give you a ride. So I'm trying to find a place to shoot up. I keep pulling over, looking for a place, and I got the shot cooked up in a fucking, loaded in a barrel of a rig, and I keep trying to pull over to register, and it's just a pain in the ass. So finally, I like, I pull over somewhere, I'm having trouble, and they're, you know, my girlfriend and Kirk's getting paranoid, and they keep her like, oh, so I was just like, all right, fine, we'll just go there. So I, I give up on shooting up, and I we drive to Michael's in San Luis, and uh, fucking A, I go to the shopping, like, area, this parking lot, and I find a Taco Bell. I'm like, all right, Taco Bell bathroom, right? Sweet. I'm going to shoot up in this bathroom, and... Uh, Fuck, dude, there's no lock on the fucking door. So I've got my back up against this door. I've I'm, I'm got a belt around my arm. I'm biting it. I'm fucking registering, right? A fucking hobo walks in, 
and I'm like, oh, it's occupied. And he totally sees me shooting up in there. And he's like, oh, dude. And he's just lingering, like lingerer. I'm like, dude, serious. Like, leave me alone. This heroin's for me. <laughs> Fuck off. I don't know you. Um, and he's like, yeah, you got some for me? And I'm like, dude, I just shot it all up. Like, get the, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm not trying to get, don't blow up my shit, man. Don't fucking shoot up under a spotlight for everyone to see, you know? Um, so then I get, I get loaded. And then uh, I go out in the parking lot, meet up my girlfriend. Oh, by the way, it's Lindsay. Um, and we get, I don't even know what the fuck, but we get into some weird, crazy ass argument and she's like storming away and we're arguing with each other and it's like, she's getting loud and I'm like, Oh, the fuck my life, dude. Like last thing I need is for some normie to fucking see us after they go shopping at the Vons right next to Michael's and they see us f- arguing and then they call the cops on us and oh, we just, we just cop dope and we just shot up like hobo just saw me shoot up in the fucking bathroom. It was a nightmare. <laughs> oh my God. So then, uh, and I think at one point, yeah, we're, we're, w- she's walking away. She's like, I'm walking up the road. Fuck this. Ah. <laughs> And I'm like, my fucking pitiful ass. I'm like such a, think about it. I'm like such a simp. I'm like following behind her like, Lindsay, come back. This is stupid. Lindsay, come back. <laughs> I swear to God, a cop fucking rolls through the parking lot and just stares at us. And we both shut up and get real quiet because obviously we both have fucking drugs on us. We both have needles on us. Like she knows, even if she were like, this motherfucker's high, she would get in trouble too. So we were both like, fuck police. Let's stay silent, let him pass. And so they do. And then she gets to the corner of the parking lot. And I'm like, all right, well, uh, Kirk's and the Michaels boosting shit. I guess I'm just going to fucking get, go back to my car. I'll see you later. Go on a walk if you want, I guess. I, I don't, I, I just bought dope. So have fun. <laughs> you know, be like having some rigs and some cottons. Like, I don't know. I was fucking such a dumbass. Such a fucking arrogant asshole. <sighs> anyway, so I go, I find Kirk in the Michaels. He's got like art supplies shoved down his pants every which way, dude. He had like, he had shit. I was just like, dude, what the, why? It, it was really just like stuff he could like draw tags on like these, these art um, books with blank pieces of paper, but they're super thick. But he's got him down his pants, and you, I was just like, dude, it's so obvious. You have, sh- like, how much shit do you have in your pants? And he had, he was wearing, like, baggy pants. He's like, he, I don't know, he had a, a big jacket and shit, so when he th- threw it over, it didn't look as bad, but it was still sketched. I was like, all right, we got to go. So then we get, I get, we get to the story. Uh, Kirk, you know, boosts that shit, like, pristine. They didn't notice, they didn't say shit. Just pretended, like... You know, we, and Kirk's got fucking dreads, like, Jesus, like, but they're like artsy dreads, you know, they're well kept. <laughs> so they thought, oh, maybe he's just like super artsy, you know, <laughs> but if they're dirtier dreads, like if he didn't clean it, keep them clean. Like some of my friends who have had dreadlocks, some people, some of my friends with who have dreadlocks, keep them clean. Some of my friends don't like I had a, uh, my friend Shiloh in high school. Uh, 
He did so much acid. He was like permafried. But, dude, I saw some dude spit a lug in his fucking dread. And it's all bubbly and like on the side of his dread. And it was just like, it looked, it, it was like, it wasn't chunky. But it was like, it was more, and more, it was like more vascular. It was like thick. It was just like latched onto that dread. It didn't soak in, but it just stayed there. And I swear to God, the next day I look at it, I look at the same spot on this dread where it had gotten spat on, right? And the loogie was no shit still there, but just dried and crusty and like flaking off in the wind, you know, so people couldn't like inhale it. I don't know, like, because it's in the air, not because they want to (laughs) anyway. Yeah. Shiloh had bad dreads, but Kirk pretty artsy dreads. We get out there, he, he, we get in my car, and he just starts pulling shit out of his pants, left and right. It's like hundred, hundreds of dollars worth of fucking shit that I was just like, God damn. Um, and Lindsay, Lindsay's blowing up my cell. I, I fucking, I'm like, hello, what? And she, she literally is like, oh, come get me, I'm up the road. She'd walked as far up the road as she could and realized how stupid it was like I don't know like she was staying with me at the time and um so we drive all the way up the road and get her but holy fuck I, that shit it was shit like that that happened on the daily you know when you're like running and hustling for dope um that shit happens all the time but that one stuck out in my mind I remember fucking a we, I think we talk about it in this recording, but there was one time when I was, um, was getting sick. I had done a little issue in the morning, right? And it was super rainy uh, in town like it is kind of right now. It was raining like a motherfucker here. But, yeah, it was super rainy, and I was I was sick. Like, um and uh, I hit up as everyone I could for dope, you know. Kirk, Kirk's guy couldn't get any, or he was out of town getting more, and it would be back in a few days. Um, no one else was answering, and I couldn't get anyone to let me know what was up. So when this kind of thing happened, I would uh, hit up my plug in in L.A., and I'd be like, "Dude, I need, I need some." I'm yeah, I can you get heroin? I'll leave right now, and I'll be there in two and a half, three hours. I'll buy you a fucking half gram, and get me my dope, and we'll be good. We'll get high. I'll be on my way back up north. So those were one of those days. So I, I literally like 160 miles to go down to L.A. Um, but I'm not too sick, so I'm not super worried about it. Especially because my plug immediately is like, yeah text back like yeah come down but you for like i'll get it now but for you you for sure have the cash like he'll front me but i have to make sure i was like dude i have cash in hand right now so i head down there and i meet up and i get was was my trifecta at the time i would get black tar heroin i would get this white powder it was china white basically they but uh our plug called it the magic uh and and this shit was notoriously known for making people fall out left and right 
Like, but I, I had gotten acquainted with it. I had built up a tolerance to it when I was in, in LA and I've gotten, you know, I detoxed off it. It was a fucking nightmare. There had to have been fentanyl in it. There had to have been at least a little bit of fentanyl in it because I've fallen out on it. My friends have all fallen out of it, which you will hear about upcoming in the story. But, um, so I had the black tar, I had the magic and I had, a few 20 bags of really good uh, Coke. I wouldn't say it was like fish scale, Peruvian flake or whatever Coke. It was just, it was good Coke, you know. I, I didn't need the best Coke because at that point I was shooting heroin. I was strung out on heroin. Just a little sprinkle of Coke was, didn't have to be that much, especially if you mix it with heroin. You just did a little and it was just a little more boost when you're getting high on heroin, right? So I bought the trifecta. I bought um, like three bags of Coke, uh, two bags of black, and a bag of magic. I get back. I drive all. I get high, obviously. I think at that point I I got high with Steve, but I was like, dude, I want to do another one. So I literally drive. I'm driving. Um, what was it? I hit up. I I'm driving through Hollywood. I used to live in Hollywood, so I knew all, all the areas. And I go to like Mulholland Drive, way up in the Hollywood Hills, up where all these mansions are. And I'm shooting up a speedball, and uh, a loaded rig literally falls into the like the hole where my e brake is. And I was like, oh great, this car will forever have a fucking a loaded rig in my fucking under my e brake. That, that's just great. I can't wait for my mechanic to like take apart something when my car's wrong and find a fuck. I was just like, Jesus. And I was trying to get my hand down there and get it. It was a no go. Fucking thing was gone. But anyway, I drive all the way back into central coast with all these drugs and I go and I, uh, I was in contact with Kirk and he was like, Oh dude, let me know when you get back in town. I want to try those. I want to try some LA dope. I was like, yeah, dude, fuck. Yeah. So I get back and we, I go to Kirk's house and um, he was like, yeah, just go in the bathroom and do it real quick. I literally, I like, he, and he was super paranoid because his roommate was uh, around. His roommate was off in his room just like chilling, but, and I didn't see him, but I couldn't like act or be all high or, you know, God forbid, leave a needle or a spoon out for him to see like. Kirk would be ass out, like kicked out if that were to happen. So I have a loaded rig and I uh, speedball. It was literally, I cooked up a little black tar, a little China white, a little Coke, all in one shot. Two types of heroin and Coke. Like my dumb ass would, was known to do on, on, on a regular occasion. But um, I fucking, I go in the bathroom, I shoot up this dope and I, f I f like, it was like a semi fallout, you know, I fucking fell, but I was able to like catch myself a little bit on the like toilet. I was just like, oh, um, it's it just the rush hit me hard. And then uh, fucking I, 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 I don't remember much after that. I remember going back into Kirk's room and Kirk was just like, oh, man, you look really high. Just like, like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, I just got high. That's probably why I look really high. And um, he hadn't done any training, but I remember whipping some out, and I kick him a little bit of magic. He did some, 
but he was fine. And he talks about it in this podcast, but the next morning he had done some and he didn't think it was shit and he mixed it with his black and he falls out hard. He had to get hit with Narcan like a shit ton of times. Like paramedics were standing around him. I felt super bad when I found that out. But literally I left that, that night. I fucking leave and uh, I'm super fucking high. And literally another person I know was like, oh, dude, you, because I told him, yeah, I'm going to go to L.A., like, I'll save you a fucking shot when I get back. He's like, yeah, are you in town? Blowing up my phone. He's like, yeah, you said you would get me and my girlfriend some of that fucking dope, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I was like, shit, I'm fucked up. But as a man of my word, I was pretty noble junkie at, at the time. And I was like, yeah, I got fucking... I had a loaded rig right here. It's brand new, freshy, never been used. You and your girlfriend, you can piggyback it in another one, and you and your girl can split it. I'll even give you a new rig because I just bought, like, a pack of rigs down in L.A. And he was like, all right, all right. So I get, I go up and uh, meet up with uh, well, one of my friends who, I'll, who will remain nameless. He's been – he's I've mentioned him in the podcast before, but I meet him at, like, Woodstock's Pizza – around that area. I swoop him up. He gets in my car and I park by this bank kind of by the area. And, uh, and I'm like, all right, here. And I give him a loaded rig. It's loaded with Coke and China white. And he was like, oh man, can you just, I don't really want one that's loaded. And I was like, that's all I got, man. Um, cause I didn't, I didn't want to whip out my bag and like scoop out some for him. I was like, dude, you, I loaded a good amount. If you want it, take it, dude. Like, I want to go home. I drove all the way to San Luis for your fucking ass. <laughs> I didn't say that. But I was thinking it. So I was like, dude, yeah, I got this loaded rig. It's pretty gnarly. Be careful. Like, because, um, yeah, Kirk hadn't fallen, fallen, didn't overdose until the next morning. But this was the night before. So he takes the rig and I give him a freshie for his girl. So I guess they had split it, piggybacked half in another one. And they do it. I remember, dude, the next day I'm hearing about Kirk overdosing on the magic. Fucking my homie calls me up and tells me how he fell out and his girl were falling out on the magic. And I was just like, dude, I could have really just killed a bunch of people giving them my drugs. Like that shit made because like the dope was not as in, in, in five cities in slow town. The dope was not as strong as this shit. And there wasn't a lot of fentanyl around back then. It was crazy because it was like, we would hear about fentanyl hitting all over on the East coast, you know, Chicago and, you know, New York and Jersey and Baltimore and shit. Um, Indiana, even their dope all was like, Oh yeah, it's laced with fentanyl. Now you gotta be careful. It was all over the news, but you know, as far as I was concerned, not when we were getting high, we were getting high on black. And there was no fentanyl in California at the time. Not no, I won't say there was none, but it was not common. And uh, so I was like, oh, cool. My state is safe. Sweet. Sinaloa cartel. Props. <laughs> Just kidding. Cut that. <laughs> Do it. I mean, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I thought there was just like we were always protected. 
There was no bad dope coming into my state. I'm the golden state. We got good dope, right? But as time progressed, no, there's fentanyl in like everything now to where I would get uh, fentanyl test strips with um, at the needle exchange with a bag of rigs. And I would just be like, whatever, I'll just dip this shit in my fucking cooker. And it, even black tar heroin was showing up for fentanyl. I mean, even if it was kind of weak, it would test positive for fentanyl. So after a while, there's fentanyl and everything. There's like fentanyl and meth around here now, apparently. And people I've known and I've heard about other th- people falling out, overdosing on meth because there's fentanyl in it. And they're just smoking too much. Because when you twist a pookie, you fucking spin that. Puddles and puddles. Or at least tweakers do, from my experience. A little too much fentanyl in all that little shards. Like, you're going to fucking die. And, you know, goes to show. Like, all... Like, dude, I almost killed, like, two, three people. Fucking giving them the, the fucking magic. It, it was fucking insane. So, um... Yeah, I got, I don't know, I got, uh, I had some experiences with Kirk. I remember uh, one of the last times I bought like, I don't know, like 20 subs off him. And I always would have the safety net where if I got dope sick or relapsed and then was getting sick, I would um, take a sub for two days, two subs in the course of four days, uh, and then cut off of them and detox way easier. Um, but eventually Kirk was really, had gone through like a breakup. He talks about it here and it was like fucking him up in the head the whole time he was here and that I'd known him. And finally, after I think he had gotten it kicked out of his apartment in Pismo, he was just like, dude, I'm going to Vegas. And then he just disappeared. And then that's, you know, we, I didn't see him. Um, but before he left, he had, uh, when he was moving out, he had all this shit in one storage unit that was in the same unit that where my storage unit was. And he had nowhere to put all his shit. So being a nice friend, I let him put all his shit in my storage unit. And for years, it just sat there. Literally fucking goddamn, like, I, I'd, go, I'd gone to rehab and... I'd be in contact with him on Facebook and be like, dude, when are you going to get this shit out of my storage unit? Like I'm literally about to take my shit out and close it down because I can't afford it. And he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to come up. I'm going to come up. But dude, he was so strung out on, on fucking tar and Xanax for him to leave like his area just for a minute to get to fucking to get that shit was like impossible unless he had enough dope to make the trip and back, which was likely not going to happen because you know, he'd go out and fly a sign and make and do hustles and make good fucking money, but he'd make enough to get his amount of Xanax and heroin for the day. He ended up, was ended up shooting like half gram of heroin and taking like twenty Xanax a day. It was, dude, he he, he was getting bad, and he talks about that here because uh, he was that bad when I talked to him in this recording. That was that long ago, and myself. I don't say it. I don't even know if I mentioned it to Kirk, but I was literally shooting up during the recording, sounding like a sloppy fucking mess. God, it's fucking cringy. I will say it again. Like, dude, I, I think I mumble a couple, couple times. I'm kind of open. I'm like, at what time? I like, I think I just done the shot. I get really excited. Kirk's talking about sh- shit, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And I'm like, 
think I'm hyping it up. I'm just really annoying and repetitive. Fuck, dude. But I mean, mind you, it was like very early days of podcasting. So not only, even if I was sober, the, the I, I barely knew what I was doing. But that high, I was like, dude, nodding out in the microphone, making dumb high noises at certain times. Like I literally had to edit the fuck out of this shit. So... Uh, yeah, with that said, I've ranted long enough and told some really fucked up stories. Um, and I just wanted to get this shit out of there, edited and just done and put up. And yeah, it was very cringy. I didn't, wasn't sure if I wanted to put it up, but Kirk said, talks about some really fucked up shit that just was like, it was just powerful. It really, like, listening to this, you really get into the lives of people really in the depths of a dark addiction, like bad, and some of the crazy shit they see when they're living in some of the f- some of the gnarliest parts of the world. So, uh, with and with that said, I'll release here. It is release it to you. I love you guys. At the end or towards the end, when I'm about to get into this crazy story with Lindsay, um, I'll overdub. I'll retell that story because it cuts out in the middle. But with that, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for the iTunes reviews. Those who uh, did it, I know who you are. I love the fuck out of you, and I will be reaching out to you soon. I have a few projects that I'm working on. i was been making a lot of crazy, crazy fucking t-shirt designs. I was making some before and digging them back up. Um... But I, I want, and I'm looking into getting a very, very limited pressing done. Like, I don't know, 50 shirts. I don't give a fuck. Just just that much. And I will be, when they're hot off the press, I'll be announcing it. I'm not really, I don't think I'm going to sell them. Uh, I will be giving them away to certain people who I think are fucking awesome, who have reached out to me. People who who are regular regular listeners, shit like that. Uh, I have I t- I have a shit ton of cool shit. I was been I had some art designs and shit. But one of the things I was doing is I have all these photo collages of cops. Um, you know, my grandfather had took pictures of cops. My father had had some pictures of cops that I dug up that were like I was like holy shit that's fucking crazy looking. And then I have these crazy photos. With cops, I love taking pictures of cops. I don't know. Is that just me? I have. There was one time that when in Venice Beach, we went to some kind of b boy event back in the day, and this was when Venice Beach looked like it did in Tony Hawk Pro Skater One. You know when there was walls of graffiti and shit. But the b boy event got hit by the SWAT team, and so there's SWAT team members and one guy one SWAT team member swears holding a shotgun in front of this wall of graffiti and there's just people running around everywhere and there's tags on the cop cars I have pictures of that I want to press into a cool shirt um as a take on you know the ever encroaching police state we'll eventually have to deal with in FEMA camps but you know mind you I'm not that much of a conspiracy theorist but Come on, man. World's pretty crazy right now. You never know what, what will happen. 
uh, I'm not going to say, I'm not, I'm not going to go so far as to say, oh yeah, QAnon and fucking adrenochrome and reptilians. Oh, fuck all that shit. It's just democracy is just a, a ever so deteriorating foundation of bullshit. Uh, and that's my belief. I don't Say what you will. Fuck Alex Jones. Fuck David Icke. I don't give a fuck about fucking occult seance. I mean, I was when I was shooting goofballs and really deep on like Project Monarch and they're cloning celebrities. But now I'm like, dude, really? Like, uh, calm down with that shit. I don't, I don't have time in the day for researching that bullshit. Fuck your little groups. Fuck QAnon. Fuck uh, I just don't. Whatever. Believe what you want. I don't give a fuck. You know, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I think I was even talking about conspiracy theories in here. And this recording, I had to cut it out because it was so fucking cringy. I was just like, nope, sorry. I'm not going to fucking entertain that bullshit anymore. Um, <laughs> don't do, I don't shoot up meth no more. So, you know, take the, take the celebrity clones and fucking, <laughs> and shove it, I guess. But anyway, I'm done ranting. Uh, I'm sorry for this episode in advance. Uh, I'm, I was really high. I was in a, in a relapse at the time. And so I sound stupid. The quality sucks, but Kirk tells some really cool shit. And so for that, I was like, you know, I have to release this. And, you know, the saddest thing is at the end of this recording, we and Kirk are like, yeah, keep in touch. Text me anytime, blah, blah, blah. I haven't heard from him in years. I think ever since that phone call, I've ta- I talked to him on Facebook and to get his shit out of storage, and um, you know, his somebody new was in town, and he she's I met up with her and gave her her a bunch of his shit, but uh, I don't know where the fuck he is. He's not on on social media whatsoever, and if you look on his profile, it's literally just people saying, uh, "Kirk, where are you? Where have you been? Like, are you alive?" And so um, that sucks. I I hope he's still alive. Like so many of my friends that have just disappeared. Um, I really do. I don't know how to get a hold of him now. He was trying to get into town to get some of his shit one time. And the fucking uh, engine blew up on his friend's car when they were trying to come up here. It was just, And when you're dope sick, you know, you got to go back to home base. So, anyway, if you're out there, Kirk, I hope you're hope you're doing well, and fuck, I hope somehow we cross paths again. I hope I can reconnect with you. And uh, with that, dude, I'm out. I love you guys. Uh, sorry, I'm just releasing a bunch of old episodes, but uh, life's a beach, and uh, just gotta fucking roll with this shit and. Uh, I was like, fuck, dude, this content is, might as well be an episode instead of something new. Um, but anyway, uh, I love you guys. I'm out. I'm sorry for <laughs> sorry for this episode. Uh, let me know how cringe it is. And anyway, uh, see you later. Peace, love, and all the above.
<laughs> um, fucking, yeah, dude, I haven't talked to you in, like, heavy, like, in a long time, dude. Yeah, I've been gone for a couple years now, bud. I know, well, tell me about it. What's it been like over there? You were homeless the entire, almost the entire time? Like, just uh, right when you got out there? You broke up for a second. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm walking around. I'll just find a good spot. Um, yeah, I mean, the majority of the time I've been homeless, dude, like, the majority of that two years, like, this is the most stable I've been, dude. I've only been in this place for, like, two months. So, I mean, I'm staying with, it used to be my, the dude used to be my friend, but he's a piece of shit. I'm staying with his ex-girlfriend. And, uh, you know, he's become pretty much like my best friend. I don't really fucking do anything, dude. I don't have any friends out here or anything like that, dude. Like, I just, I go and I hustle all day to get the money to feed my habit. And that's about it, dude. What do you... My Xanax habit's so fucking out of control, dude. It fucking sucks. How many, um, how many, how many Xanax are you taking a, a day? Close to 20. 21 milligram bars? No, two milligram bars, yeah. You're taking 22 milligram bars? Yeah, bars are two milligrams, dude. The footballs are one milligram. Oh, fuck, dude. You're yeah, fucking I'm taking like 40 a, milligrams. If I don't have, like, two every, like, four hours, like, I'll go into seizures and shit, bro. How the f... Dude, how, how the fuck did you get that bad on Xanax, I dude? No, I have no idea how it got so bad, bro. Like, my tolerance form just went up so quick, just like my tolerance for heroin does, dude. Like, when I got out of the Salvation Army, dude, like, I was overdosing on, like, half of the dime for like the first two weeks and then next thing you know I'm shooting half a gram at a time and it's not even doing anything to me so fuck dude I mean I'm 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 doing at least a gram of black a day um so like I'm I mean I'm only paying two dollars a bar so I got a really good connect on him right now so well yeah I, I think the last time I had gotten bars there were like at least four three or four no four at least yeah Oh yeah, no, I mean four four was a good deal for me. Yeah. Like everyone else was paying like five or yeah, six. I buy, yeah. I buy I buy like twenty to thirty of them from the dude every single day, so he gives me a good deal. So What's the weather out like? So you're wait, where where exactly are you? Like what town are you in? I'm in I'm in Las Vegas. You're in Vegas, dude. That's fucking crazy, dude. So, so you're right there in like the like the downtown part, huh? No, I'm not in the downtown part. I mean, Las Vegas is fucking huge, bro. It's spread out like L.A., huh? Yeah, it's super, it's super spread out. It's a lot like like Phoenix and shit, dude. It's uh, a lot like Phoenix. Oh, really? And the way it's built and shit. Oh no, shit. So, um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's super spread out, but the strip is. I mean, it's only a couple miles from where I live, dude. Like, you can see, like, the stratosphere from my balcony. I'm looking at the stratosphere right now. No shit. So, yeah. You, like, what kind of hustle do you have for a hustle? Like, I want to hear this hustle. I do different shit, dude. Like, I'll boost. Like, I'll fly a sign. Like, you know, I go out with my dog and I'll fly a sign. And some days, dude, I'll bring in 
Sometimes they make like 40 bucks an hour flying a sign, bro. Yeah, I know, dude. People make bank flying signs. That's what the one thing people don't realize that they, they like all these people like drive to their nine to five, like thinking, and they'll look at the guy with the fucking sign like he's like a piece of shit. But it's like, dude, that guy's probably making fucking four times the way you're fucking making at your fucking shit job, dude. Yeah, I'm making more regular job than you. Um, yeah. Back like uh, the beginning of the year, like I was working. Oh wow, this phone. I mean, I was making two two fifty there. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm here. You were cutting out for a second. Yeah. Yeah, I was making. I was making like two two fifty a day, dude. Easy. I mean, having a dog, dude, makes it such a world of difference, too. And there's a lot of. Tra- there's so much traffic going through there. I mean, like I. I walk I walk up about two miles from where I live, like two more miles away from the strip, um, to this freeway uh, in a in a nicer uh, neighborhood. Like I live in the hood, like. The, what like describe um, the hood? The, yeah. Describe like the hood. What? Like when you say the hood, what describe do you mean? The hood. Yeah, like what do you mean okay, when you say the hood? So a block a block up from where I live, like uh, there's this apartment complex called the DGs, the Desert DG. Gardens. I call it the Dirty Ghetto, but uh. Um, my, my main dope connect got murdered there, uh, stepping out of his car, uh, like a week ago. What the fuck? Two ago, dude. Like, no way. There's shootings there. There's shootings there every single fucking day, bro. Like, I live in the fucking hood. I mean, they, there's drug raids at my apartment. Called, like, I live in an extended state motel. Hotel. Yeah. Um, right. And, uh, they do drug raids on these rooms at least once a week. Um, no shit. Know? Yeah, at least at least every other week. There was a while there, like a few months ago, dude. They were doing it like, fuck, man. Like this one week, they did like four raids, dude, in one week. Hey, fuck, four raids in one yeah. week. How big yeah, is this? It, how big is this place? Huh? How big is this place? Uh, it's not. It's not that big, dude. I mean, there's not that many like rooms. The size of, huh? There's not that many rooms. But it's really not even that big, bro. I mean, maybe the. A hundred or two? Yeah. <laughs> like 150 rooms? It's just, there's this mad traffic flowing through there is just what it is. Mad, dude, it's like an open drug market. It was. It's not as bad as it was. But, but it still. Was like an open-air drug market. It was like an open-air drug market here for uh, a while, bro. It's calmed down a lot. I bet it's still. I, shit, but yeah, it was. It fucking, like, every other room people were fucking selling meth out of her heroin dude. no way like there was a bunch of rooms there was a bunch of rooms where they were cooking and stuff bro like wait cooking meth yeah oh god damn it yeah like I said it was an open air drug market here for a long time god damn it dude well yeah I mean I would imagine after that like they they would be like calm down they're like dude the cops keep coming here we gotta find a new spot this place is like just useless now yeah yeah, and I mean the cops here are fucking such fucking assholes, dude. Metro are they're such cocksuckers, dude. Like you, you watch some of this shit on like a uh, live PD or like oh, some hate, other cop shows, dude. I that fucking they have here, dude. There was this. I hate live PD. A few weeks ago, dude. Like this cop was in a high speed chase with this uh this like murder suspect or whatever. Uh huh. And he straight up. What's up? I said, yeah. Go on. What? Hello. What? Oh god. Huh? I don't even think we have enough to do that, bro. I think we have the one that we're using and that's it, bro. Sorry, man. Um, yeah, so there's this thing on like on 
crime TV or some shit like that, dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking the cops start shooting through his windshield, bro. And I mean, there's a button in front of uh, between him and the fucking and the suburban he's chasing. And he's still shooting through his windshield, bro. And then uh, I think I saw that. Yeah, dude, his clip runs out. The fucking guy, like, got shot or something somehow when the cop's shooting through his windshield, runs into the court building wall. Cop gets out and just starts unloading on the car, dude, and kills the guy. That's fucked up. Oh, yeah, dude. And, I mean, that, uh, that shooting that happened at, at, uh, on uh, October 1st of last year. Yeah, last year. I was there for that shit, dude. When like fifty something people got killed, I was right there, dude. Wait, wait. I don't. I don't think I remember this. Like, like, okay. So some dude was in Mandalay Bay, which is a really nice like hotel resort thing. Okay. And uh, there was like a country music festival right there, like right by the highway. Oh wait. Oh no no. Oh wait. Okay. You're talking about the shooting. The shooting, right? Yeah. the, The shooting. Yeah. You were there. I was there, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah, I was there. No way. security, bro. What's really fucked up is I never even ended up getting paid for that fucking event. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I never even got paid for that event. That's fucked up. The security company never paid me for that event, so... You should have gotten, like, overtime or fucking surviving yeah, a shooting. Fucking hazard pay or something, dude. Yeah, hazard pay, exactly, dude. Fucking crazy. Something... But, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, shit's been crazy since I've been here, dude. Like, there's oh, another crazy thing, dude. Like, so, there's, like, underground cities here, right? Like, yeah. there's huge tunnel systems, and there's tunnel people, right? Like, there's people that... Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the sewer systems. You ever see, you ever see Demolition? Man? I saw, um... Not well, yeah, in Demolition Man, yeah, but I saw that one skate movie, uh, Bump Fights, and uh, they went through those t- uh, t- like tunnels and shit. Yeah, there, so there's some little ones. There's some little ones, right? Like people know, live down there. Whatever. Pe- dude, hundreds, thousands of people live down there. Dude, there's like cities down there. Yeah. Like, like this one, the biggest one that I know of, at least, um, about a year and a half ago. Um, I was over at the mission, uh, you know, like just trying to get out of the cold or whatever for nights. And I started bullshitting with this dude from New Jersey or something like that. And he told me that he needed me to go with him somewhere the next day, blah, blah, blah. I didn't really tell me what we were doing, just that we were bringing a bunch of meth to these people. Uh, he was bringing like a half a pound or something like that, you know? Yeah. He just wanted me to go with him. Okay. And, uh, so we, we go down there. We like go down into this riverbed and go into these where the fuck are we going? He's like, oh, we're going to one of the tunnel cities. And I was like, are you fucking serious? What the fuck is a tunnel city? I had no idea about any of this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I knew, like I had seen people living under bridges and in like, you know, little like sewer tunnels and shit like that. that, You know, that weren't that big, but nothing like this, dude. Like this was shit that went like underneath the strip and shit, you know? No, I know. And we walk, we walk in there and we're walking for a good like 20 minutes or so. So we went, well over a mile in there, dude, and it's like pitch black, and we're using our phones for fucking light and shit. And like, we get to this area, and like, it just starts stinking up like shit and piss and trash and shit, really? right? And we get past that, we get past that area, right? And it just like becomes immaculately clean, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you start to see some light, 
you start to hear some like kids playing, like people like people talking, and you know, just shit like that, like you would hear in a, in a little city or whatever, right? And uh, like we go a little bit farther, and then in letters that have to be like six feet big, dude, it says aware, you know, like like something out of a fucking horror movie or something like that. You know what I mean? So I mean, yeah. we were there from the second we stepped foot in that tunnel. You know what I mean? And uh, we go a little bit farther and three guys approach us. Um, they were what? Armenian or something, dude. What? Some kind of fucking like off-brand Slavic shit, dude. And uh, two of them were carrying fucking uh, old like uh, AK-47s, like the wooden ones. They're carrying AKs, old AKs. Yeah, old AKs, dude. So two of them are carrying those, and then the, no the pack or whatever had a little briefcase in it, and, uh, like, they're talking between uh, each other in Armenian, and the dude that I was with, I guess, spoke Armenian, too, because he started talking to him, too. What? They, the way that they talk and their expressions is really crazy, dude, because I thought we were going to fucking fight the dudes, like, the way they were talking and, like, the expressions and, like, yeah, it was super intense, like, I thought we were going to have to fucking kill them, I thought we were going to have to fight these guys, or we were going to get murked or something, and then the dude with the briefcase gives dude the briefcase, gives the dude on with the briefcase, kisses him on the cheek. What? The gives him the fucking half, gives, my dude gives him, the dude I'm with gives him the half pound of meth, and what? So... And I mean, while we're there, dude, like, I can hear people, like, coughing, like, the deep, like, tuberculosis, like, coughs, dude, like... Really? Why? Because it's... The air is down there like, so shitty? Huh? It's because the huh? air... Is it because the yeah, air... Yeah, it's gotta be because the air down there... Yeah. Is not getting fucking vaccinated and shit like that, you know? Yeah, fuck. Like, but people down there, like, have nothing to do with the people up here or anything like that, dude. And like, that's crazy. Like I found all these different access points to like get down into different parts of there, dude. Like, they'll come up here and they'll 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 panhandle they'll, like, and they'll shit. Commit, they'll, huh? They'll like panhandle and shit. No, they'll come up here and they'll hit a lick, dude. And then they'll oh. fucking, when they're running from the cops or whatever, they'll just slide into one of these little like sewer sewer what? or whatever. And fucking that's the perfect cops. Don't, that's a perfect getaway. No, hell yeah, no. Cops won't go down there. That's genius. Whoa. It's like that Futurama episode. Yeah, dude. It's, it's crazy. It's like shit straight out of a movie, dude. Yeah. The shit here is like shit straight out of movies, bro. It's crazy here. See, I saw bum fights that DVD, and they would. There was like all these tags. Like they, they didn't go too deep, but they went kind of deep, and there was all this dope graffiti. And, uh, yeah, no, I have a, I have a whole wall, dude, that, I mean, in between the freeway and these people's backyards, probably, yeah. like, 200 yards of just all my tags, dude, that I've been doing. No way. So, it's like fucking Tiger's Heaven. Yeah, dude, that's dope. Like, California got way too strict on the, the graffiti laws, and they, like, started putting people in jail and shit. Um, oh, yeah, no, if you get caught here, you'll get locked up, dude. They have some crazy laws here, dude. Like, oh, yeah. if a cop wants to lock you up, they'll lock you up, dude. They have, like, a defacing a hamburger law, dude, what, interrupting what the, the flight of a pigeon. What the like, What? And jaywalking. Yeah, dude, really? jaywalking here, dude. Jaywalking is, like, gnarly, dude. Like, like, you can get a felony if you get jaywalking more than three times. It can become a felony. What? No way. I didn't know they were that yeah, strict. Bro. Is weed legal there yet like, or no? Uh, no, it's illegal here. 
Oh, it's we legal. Have the biggest fucking, we have the biggest cannabis shop in the world here. No way. Yeah, dude. It's so dope. Four hours a day, dude. It's what? like bigger than a Walmart, dude. And it's like three stories tall. Oh, I love America. Huh? I said I love America. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm not smoking weed right now, but because I don't have an ID, so once I get an ID, I'm gonna go check it out for sure. Yeah, I'm not smoking weed right now. I'm just glad that people can smoke weed. It makes me happy that yeah. people aren't going to jail anymore. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I smoke, I smoke here and there, dude. Like when I'm out flying and shit, I get kicked weed all the time. So. Yeah, yeah, dude. I used to do that too, dude. Whenever I was driving to the dispensary to, and Venice Beach, uh, I would see dudes flying the signs, and I would just drive by slowly with a big nug in my hand, and uh, we're not big, not too big, but like you know, like two or three bowls worth at least. And then I would just drive by, and they'd be like, "Thanks, man." I give them some weed. It made dude, me feel other day, yeah, I got, the other day I got too close to a quarter, bro. Oh, someone gave you a quarter, of bud? Dude, he gave me, he gave That's me a like lot. three baggies. That's like, like seven grams. bags that were like pretty full, bro. Like, no I mean, way. That's they were a little so bit older. Crazy. It was kind of like they were kind of crushed up. There wasn't any big nugs or anything like that in Still, there. Still though, there dude. There was a lot of fucking good weed, bro. Still, yeah, bro. It doesn't come up, like, dude. I've gotten kicked, I've gotten kicked hash before, waxed. What? No um, way. These two Mexican dudes, these two Mexican dudes one time, dude, they gave me fucking Panda Express with a half gram of black in it once. The thing that got me hooked on flying, though, dude, the yeah. second time I ever flew, bro, the second time I, like, it takes a lot to fly. Like, there was... It's so yeah. embarrassing at first, dude, and you gotta, like, swallow your pride, dude. And, yeah. Like, After that, you learn the hustle, though, dude. Right? Yeah, dude, I mean, the second time I ever went out, dude, I was out there for like 30, 40 minutes, and I got two $100 bills and oh. two $20 bills. And I'm telling you, the dog makes a huge difference. I make twice as much, if not more, than most really? people do. Really? You know what what I mean? the fuck? Yeah, I took my dog to college, and I got so many smiles from so <laughs> many cute dogs, girls. Dogs, dogs are a oh. huge game changer, bro. They're a game changer, man. I swear to God. Yeah. So, I mean, I have this, I have this big old pit bull, really good dog, dude, like really good dog. Um, do you really? That I saved. Huh? You really do? I don't think I've ever seen that dog, ever. What, my, what, my pit bull? Yeah. No, I never had a dog when I lived there before. Yeah, exactly. I don't exactly. have a pit bull anymore. She got stolen when I was like, oh. so yeah, no, it broke oh. my heart, dude. Fuck. Like, I got the dog when I, when I got here, um, after being here for a few weeks. Uh, oh. I don't know, I was so all fucked up over Kai and shit, and I was going to blow yeah. my brains out, dude. I had the gun and everything. God damn and, it, uh, dude. These Mexicans, these Mexicans threw, <sighs> threw out of a moving car in front of me. What? And, uh, oh yeah, my God, and dude. Back, and I hit the back of the car. Fuck. And they stopped, and I got my ass whooped by like fucking four big ass no Mexicans. No way. Shit beat out of me. Really? But, uh, I got the dog, I got the dog out of it, you know? Yeah, I mean? at least you got the dog. I fucking went and I, I went and I sold the gun, and I took the dog to the vet. With that money, you know, got her all fixed up. Yeah, so, yeah. She was my best friend for the year and a half I had her, dude. Oh. Like, I took her everywhere with me. I took her to the movie with me, bro. Or, oh, I took her everywhere, bro. And uh, yeah, when I uh, when I got locked up, dude, oh. me and my uh, me and oh. this dude were getting high behind this dumpster, right in this oh. park after park hours. And yeah. the marshals rolled up on us, and Wait, the motherfucker who? was stupid enough to light a cigarette. Who, who rolled like, up on you? Dark, dude, and the dude lights. Who rolled uh, up? Who rolled up on you? Uh, the marshals. Okay. 
Yeah, so they were in the parking lot, right? And we're in this, like, gated, like, dumpster area. And the stupid motherfucker lights a cigarette. And that's what brought the Martians over to where we were. And, uh... Uh, I, I had a warrant for not showing up to court oh. for some fucking counterfeit money shit, oh. and uh, so they arrest me. Oh. And um, the chick I'm staying with right now, um, oh. her and her boyfriend at the time, like uh, my dog had stayed there. Like they loved the dog. It was like her second home. The dog wasn't with me. It was with them. And I told the dude, I was like, "Hey, man, you take the dog over to the Kensington to room 247, bro. Promise me you'll take the dog over there." I was like, "No, man, I'm gonna take care of her." And this dude is a paranoid schizophrenic, right? Oh, Like, he's fuck. crazy and shit. He's yeah, does he like, do math? Does he do math? Huh? Does he also do math? Oh, yeah, tons of it. Tons yeah, of it. dude, I don't get that. I don't get why people who are schizophrenic all like to do meth that I've met. I don't either. It makes him crazier. Yeah, it was so much crazier. It makes him so much crazier, dude. And, like, every paranoid schizophrenic I've ever met loves doing math. Yeah, dude. <laughs> No, I have two little brothers, but my older brother is the one that's into trannies. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know you had two brothers. I have three brothers. What? Yeah. Holy shit. How many sisters do you have? None. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, I'm the opposite. I have three older sisters. Yeah, I have one older brother and two younger brothers. I mean, I don't talk to any of them. I haven't talked to any of them in years, so... Oh, why is that? Um... The little brother right underneath me hates my guts because of who I am. Oh, my older brother hates my guts oh. because Kai, you know, the love of my life that was I was all fucked up over. Yeah. She was she was dating him before Ooh. she was dating me. No way. She she oh. left him because she Ooh. caught him cheating on her with a tranny. What? Yeah, this is the same reason that his ex-wife left him because his oh. ex-wife, who he has a kid with, Ooh. um found out that he, she he had been cheating on her with trannies so dude and I found out I found out from Kai Ooh, um, wow. that when we were in Vegas for my little brother's wedding that uh we had been out me and my chick and then him and his wife we had been out drinking all night and doing coke and shit and yeah. the three of us went to bed and he stayed up and got another hotel room and got two oh. trannies and fucked them both that night what yeah. So, I mean, dude, I, wow, dude, you had a good. Yeah, so he hates me because of that, and then my baby brother. Like, I just, I don't know. We just don't ever talk. Like, I mean, me and him get along just fine, but I just never talk to him. So, I mean, <sighs> I haven't I hadn't talked to my parents in months until today. Yeah. Like, I texted my mom because it was her birthday, but I haven't talked to my parents in probably I haven't talked to my dad in almost a year, but really? I haven't talked to my mom in like three or four months. Oof. Damn, I'm sorry. So, it's gonna be intense. Well, I mean, it's it's hard, like just getting put down, dude. Like all they do is put me down and just yeah, make shit worse, dude. Like even when I'm trying to change and like yeah. I got my shit on track a little bit and shit, like they still just put me down and refuse to believe that I'm ever gonna change or ever do anything. So. Exactly. Oh man, I'm sorry, dude. Do you have a driver's license? Like, what the fuck? You have like. A way to like you can rent a car, can't you? I don't have an ID right now. Well, that's I have a driver's license, but I don't have the physical card. That's something I gotta do while I'm in California. Like I need to come there and I need to get my driver's license replaced. I need to get all my stuff, like at least some of it. I don't even know if I want to take. I mean, I probably need to take all of it, but need to get my stuff, dude. I mean, 
I probably wouldn't even want to come back if I went to California, though. What do you mean? I don't like it here. I'm I'm over it here. So you're trying? Are you saying you're trying to plan your escape to get back to California? Oh, I'd love to come back home, dude. I don't know what I would do if, when I got there, though. You know what I mean? It's fucking freezing now, dude. There's only two temperatures in Las Vegas, dude. Really fucking hot and really fucking cold. Really? So, yeah, dude, and I mean, with the winds and shit like that, dude, like, the wind chill factor is insane, bro. Oh. Like, the wind here is fucking insane. 60 miles an hour, dude, and it's like 34 degrees outside, and the oh. wind just... Makes it feel like it's negative 34 degrees, dude. Bite through fucking three leather jackets and shit, dude. It's crazy cold here. Oh. I mean, it's not too bad yet, dude. Like, I'm outside right now in some sweat shorts and just a sweater, so it's not too bad. Yeah. But, uh, like, soon it's gonna be real bad, so. Ugh. Oh, I would die. I would fucking die. Uh, dude, you should fucking get some money together and fucking come out here, bro. To do what? Come out here for a weekend or come out here for a weekend and just fucking rage. Rage? I mean Rage, bro. I mean, I'll think about it. Like I I gotta deal with a lot of this uh DUI shit first and then uh <sighs> I don't know what the fuck I would do. Yeah, like, I mean I'm sure I'm sure my roommate would be cool with you coming and staying with us for a couple nights or something like that, dude. For a weekend or something, you know? Yeah, I would love to fucking hang out with you guys. I miss you, man. Like, we used to have a lot of fun together. Yeah, dude, I mean, fuck, it's not like we'd be at the house very much. You didn't go down. I mean, I, like, never go to the strip, bro. Like, no? the locals here locals here never go to the strip, dude. They never go downtown. I, I, I bet. Like, well, there's, like, when, it, when the locals <sighs> gamble, there's little fucking... There's, like, locals casinos and shit like that. Nobody goes to the strip to gamble if you're a local, dude. Like... There's a whole lot of, like, all that shit's just tourist shit, bro. Yeah. And what's funny is all the tourists think that the, all of Las Vegas is just, like, the strip in downtown, you know? And it's, not. it's, like, not even a fraction of it, you know? Yeah. What did you do? Gamble at all? Have you, do you ever gamble? Uh, I do. I do. Yeah, I do here and there. I'll play, like, some Keno or a little bit of slots, dude. I mean, not very often, you know? I like, two times a week, maybe. I do Hold'em and uh, Blackjack. Those are the two. But, uh, so you play like actual cards, dude. Yeah. Like everybody plays video video poker, dude. Like really? I've never sat at a card table before. Really? So yeah, I never. Uh, I really don't know many locals that do. Um, yeah. One of my buddies actually, his dad was a professional card player, and he was really good at it. Like he he was he was a, a homeless kid too. Like when I got here, and uh, he would take twenty bucks and go to uh, Arizona Charlie's, which is like one of the local casinos. Yeah. And uh, he would go over there, and you take he would make twenty bucks into like three hundred sometimes from play, from playing hold'em and shit. You know. I mean, a lot of people dude, a lot of people make a lot of money doing it, but they don't ever factor in all the money that they're losing, dude. Like. Gambling is a serious fucking addiction, dude. I mean, I didn't understand it until like I saw some of these people. I went with to the I went with to the casino one time. Like he was just putting in hundred dollar bill after hundred dollar bill after. He spent like fucking fifteen hundred dollars, dude. And, like sometimes he would put in one hundred dollar bill and he would get it all the way up to like nine hundred dollars, and then he would cash it out put in another hundred dollar bill you know you'd lose that lose a few more hundred dollar bills and then when he was out of money you'd put in that other fucking the slip for the nine hundred dollars and he would just they're not happy until they have no money 
So they could be they could be up tons and tons of money, but they're not happy until they have no money. Is what it is, dude. You take your money, you take your winnings, and you run, dude. Like if I'm gambling, like I've never gambled more than like forty bucks before. But, uh, I'll put in like ten dollars, twenty bucks, and as soon as I get that twenty bucks uh, up and above the twenty, like so, say I turn that twenty bucks into like thirty-five bucks. I'll cash that out. I'll keep that twenty, and then I'll gamble that fifteen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if I get up and above that fifteen, I'll put that fifteen in my pocket and you know gamble the ten or whatever I made off that fifteen. So you know. Yeah, that makes sense. So at least I'm. You know, yeah. and if I start to lose all that money, sometimes I'll put the rest in trying to win it back. But usually, I try to at least leave what what I came with. You know, it doesn't always work out that way, but you know, plus yeah. it's, a, it's an easy way to get drunk for free if you feel like drinking. You know, you just sit there at a penny slots machine, you yeah. fucking. Beers <laughs> or cherry cokes or whatever the fuck it is you want to drink, dude. You yeah. sit there and get free drinks. So, even the gas stations that have slot machines and shit like that, dude, you, you get free drinks at the gas stations and shit, so. Really? At the gas station? Yeah, yeah dude, everywhere has slot machines, dude. What? Grocery stores, the fucking. That's weird. Everywhere, dude. That's so weird. Have slot machines, you're getting free drinks. Not alcoholic drinks, yeah. in casinos, but well, like, you're getting sodas yeah. and stuff. When you go downtown and shit, dude, you can walk around with an open container, like an open beer or an open bottle of liquor, dude, and it's totally legal. Like, yeah. this town loves a person that's all fucked up, uh, you know? So, that's ridiculous. And they got this one area that's, they got this one area that's called the Fremont Street Experience, right? And, uh, you know, it's a bunch of casinos and stuff like that. It's all outside, but they have this big, like, roof that goes over it, right? Yeah. It's like a, a half a mile long or whatever, and they have, like, a zip line that you can, like, zip line through on it and stuff, like... They strap you in and you can go like Superman style or sitting style and you zip line across the top of people. There's always free concerts going on and shit down there, dude. Like I saw uh, Billy Idol down there. I saw uh, Hurt down there. I saw Good Charlotte, Mighty Mighty Bostones. Yeah, dude, always, always free concerts going on down there, dude. Always shit going on down there. Oh, Plus like all the street people, like all the street entertainers and stuff that are down there, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, they have all these little circles that are painted, right? That are for like street vendors or street people or whatever. Like there'll be a big fat dude with a beard dressed in yeah. skimpy ass women's clothing, you yeah. know, standing there and people just want to take a picture with them and they'll fucking tip them out or whatever. Or there'll be pretty much naked girls with just like a piece of tape over the nipples that people want, want to go take a picture with and, you know, they get paid for it. Yeah, it's different here, dude. It's like nowhere else I've ever been here. At the same time, dude, this, this is, like, the most ruthless place ever, bro. Like, mm-hmm. the people here, like, the people here, it's, like, everyone that fucked over everybody in their hometown, like, came here because they had nowhere else to go, and now they're just fucking over everybody here, dude. Oh. Like, everybody just fucks over everybody here, dude. Like, it's that's why I don't really have any friends, you know? And people here are swag as fuck, dude. They'll fucking burn you for a dollar, you know what I mean? Just in the scene that we're in, it definitely is. I mean, you'll meet some good, there's a few good people, like, I know a few good people, you know? I mean, I don't. I haven't really done the sober thing here at all, dude. I haven't met any normal people since I've been here, really. Besides the chick I'm staying with, and she's solid as a motherfucker, you know what I mean? Like, if, like, a lot of mornings she'll leave fucking, like, ten, twenty dollars on the fucking, on the the fucking table for me to get my Xanax so I'm not fucking sick in the morning. Oh. So. Um. Yeah, I want to come out and visit you. I want to go shoot some guns, too. Oh, dude, there's all kinds of shooting ranges out here. You need fucking... 
shoot fully automatic guns, all kinds. Of you don't need a special license for fully auto? Uh, not if you're going to your shooting range. Really? Or at least I don't think so. I don't know. I, I haven't been before. So, I mean, I'm a felon. I don't even know if I'm allowed to go to a shooting range. Yeah, it's weird out here, too, dude. Like, you have to register if you're a felon. You have to register... It's, I never have, but yeah. by law, you're supposed to register as a felon here. Yeah, you can go to jail for a long time for it, I heard. So. Um, well, not, I mean, it depends. It depends on the, you know, the county and the district attorney and blah, blah, blah. You know, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's so many, there's so much more. In, like, you want to know something crazy, dude, that I, I, I didn't know until I lived here? What? So, Las Vegas, Las Vegas is the only county in Nevada where prostitution isn't legal. Like, so it's illegal for, pro for prostitution in Clark County, which is where Las Vegas is, but every other county in Las Vegas, prostitution is legal. Yeah, I know. legal. I knew that, buddy. Like the Bunny Ranch. brothels. Yeah, yeah. brothels everywhere. Dude. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd heard of Bunny Ranch and shit like that. That's in Pahrump. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about, like, talk about a shithole, dude. Pahrump is, like, fucking... Uh, what can I compare it to? A Tascadero on way more meth. No, like, really? Like Templeton on a whole lot of meth and a whole lot more trailers. It's, it's just like gross desert and like trailer parks. Dude, oh, and just, wow. It's gross. It's really? gross out there, dude. Um, well, you should come back. Is rent that much better out there? Oh, here? Yeah. Uh, Dude, rent is hella cheap here, bro. We're living in an extended stay hotel, dude. So I mean, it's a little bit more expensive than a normal place would be. But I mean, for a one bedroom, we're paying two twenty a week. But that includes all utilities, cable, Wi-Fi, trash, electric, everything. So plus it's a fully furnished room. So two twenty a week is bad for that. But uh, for a normal apartment, you're looking at like five or six hundred bucks for a one bedroom. Holy shit. Yeah. This is not so bad at bed, all. I mean, you can get, a, you, you can get a, like a four-bedroom house here for like 1300 Really? Yeah. Holy shit, dude. What am I doing yeah. with my life? It's, it's dirt cheap here. You, I mean, that's why everybody from California lives in fucking Las Vegas, bro. No, it's why everyone's leaving California. I've never seen so many mass amounts of people leaving California in droves. You know? Yeah. Yeah, everybody's coming here, bro. Oh, not just there. Every, like, they're just yeah, migrating uh, everywhere. Raiders are coming here even, so. Not just there, though. Dude, people are going to Oregon. People are going to fucking uh, yeah, yeah, Seattle. The, all, the are going to, all the growers are going to fucking Oregon, dude. Like, all my growing friends all going to Oregon. Yeah, dude, shit's just too expensive in Cali, bro. All the laws are all fucked up now and shit. Like, yeah. So... Plus, like, where we're from, dude, is, like, the most expensive place to live in the United States, pretty much. Oh, well, San Francisco is definitely the most expensive in the United yeah, States. New York, I'm sure, is more expensive, too, but fucking... No, San, Fr San Francisco is more expensive than New York right now. Are you serious? Seriously. It's the number oh, wow. one most expensive place to live in right now. Silicon Valley moved in, bro. Huh? Yeah. Silicon Valley moved in and took over San Francisco, gentrified everything. Gentrification. I remember when I was I was living there, dude. There was like five of us living in a one bedroom apartment, and we could barely make rent. What year was that? That was like two thousand and five or six. Oh, 
That sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why the poverty rate in San Francisco is so high, too, dude. I mean, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, in San Francisco, people are shitting in the middle of the streets, dude. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've seen that before, dude. Like, But still, <laughs> like, come on, dude. Yeah. The, yeah. And it's like they're trying to be so poli- politically correct, they don't want to say anything. It's like, dude, you know, grow some balls, tell the guy to fuck, you know, or get him with some toilet paper. I don't know. Like, fuck. Yeah, they, I mean, they do that here, too, dude. Like, people think that Las Vegas is all, like, fucking, you know, fancy and all this and that, dude. But, like, not even very far off the strip, there's, like, there's this um, Las Vegas Boulevard and Four Master, right? Like, there's uh, this place called Catholic Charities, which is kind of like a homeless shelter. And then there's the rescue mission. Really? And there's this road, dude, for, like, two miles, dude, there's just... Tense and tense and tense, you know, like Walmart tense, dude. Really? Of just homeless people, dude, and like just trash everywhere, dude. Whoa. Homeless people everywhere, dude. Shopping carts everywhere. People shitting in the middle of the street, fucking smoking crack like it's a cigarette and shit, dude. It's crazy, dude. The shit they don't show you on TV, you know? Wow. Yeah, people call that shit Tent City, dude. Like yeah, Tent City, Tent like, City. That's exactly Not what they Tent call it. City like in Maricopa County, but they yeah. call it Tent City like out here because of all the tents and shit. Exactly. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, weird. since I've been here, dude, since I've been here, there's been two serial killers here that have just been killing homeless people. Wait, okay, so you talked about that at the beginning. I want to hear about this, like, in detail. Like, tell me about this. About what? This whole thing about this, these serial killers. No, the first thing we were talking about was the fucking shooting and shit like that. Um, dude, I mean, this year alone, like, I've known eight people that have gotten murdered since January. And you think it was the like, serial killers? Well, um, three of them were the serial killers. Um, the first two that I knew that got murdered were my friends Hawaii and Rhonda, and they got Ugh. killed by another what? one of my buddies, Mike. What? Um, and, yeah, Mike went to kill Hawaii because, um... Like, there was a rumor going around that Hawaii was a sex offender, and I guess Mike had been getting, or got molested when he was a little kid. Yeah. And Mike was crazy, crazy in the head, dude. Oh, like, fuck. He, he went and tried to rob a 7-Eleven one time with a kitchen knife and shit. Oh, you know, no. Ended up stabbing himself <laughs> and running away. Oh, God. Uh, but, uh, he went down there, he went down there to kill Hawaii. Oh, no. And, uh, he, uh, he ended up killing <sighs> Rhonda. What? Because Rhonda was going to call the ambulance for Hawaii. Wait, 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 so, wait. He killed someone else? Yeah, he killed both of them. I mean, he killed Hawaii execution style. And then Rhonda was going to call the ambulance for Hawaii, and so he killed her too. What? Yeah. What the and then, fuck? Like, and this is like, this is a block away from where I live right now, right? This is behind the swap meet. And when I was homeless, we always used to sleep behind the swap meet, right? So where I used to sleep is where he killed those people, okay? And then a week after that, a week after that, my buddy Brian got shot in the face with the shotgun right in front of the swap meet when he was coming out. Right? Yeah, got shot right in the face by this chick that we all knew. Right? I forgot what her name was. I'd only met her a few times. But uh like three days after that, she got her head cut off. What? So yeah, and like a month what after that, fuck? my buddy YG, uh, I didn't know these two girls, but uh, the welfare office, which is right next to the swap meet, we found two girls' bodies in the dumpster Ugh. behind the welfare office, dude. 
like people just stuffed mm. the, or just, somebody mm. just stuffed the bodies in there the and fuck? then uh, this dude OG and this dude Willie uh, mm. both got killed by the second serial mm. killer I didn't know anyone who got killed by the first serial killer but two people I knew got killed by the second mm. serial killer mm. that's um, fucked up huh? that's fucked up yeah and then my drug mm. connect uh, my main connect just got shot in the head right down the street so, did, like a week ago. Did he die? Huh? Did he die? Oh, yeah. He was, uh, he was in a coma and brain dead for fucking, Whoa. like, a week. And then they, uh, he just, he died. Yeah. What so he was done. I mean, fuck? he got shot in the forehead, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so, fucked I mean, up. Never a dull moment out here, you know? What's up? I said never a dull moment out here, really. So... Yeah, I never knew anyone my whole life that had gotten murdered. Like, I know plenty of people that have died and, like, gotten killed in accidents or by drunk drivers. Yeah. But, uh, never, never knew anyone who got murdered until this year and eight people. And then I found two people on top of that with my buddy that had yeah. gotten murdered. So. Uh. Yeah. Wow. Oh. What's uh, it, is it like is it really really cold out there right now yeah it's pretty cold it's probably in the 50s it's not that bad out here right now yeah it's pretty cold out here dude and I mean the cold here the cold here is different than it is there dude like I don't know how to explain it it's like a different type of cold bites down to your bones dude it's like a dry cold dude it's like, like a piercing it's like, cold no humidity and just like fucking just a bitter dry cold dude when Whereas, like, back home and stuff, that humidity doesn't make it seem as cold or something. I don't know. No, I know what it is, but it's never as cold and slow as it is here. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's, ugh, dude, fuck that. Are you going to come here up here for the, where, where's your family, like, reside? My family's in, in Arizona. Are you going to go to Arizona for the holidays? No, hell no, dude. Uh, I tried to go last year, dude. I had my bus ticket and everything, and my birthday is five days before Christmas, right? Oh, yeah. And I was supposed to leave on the 19th, and uh, they called me the morning of the 19th, and my mom says that I can't come. Why? So, because they're not comfortable with me being there. That's it? Yeah, and I was, I was clean. I was clean at that time last year, too. And they were like, oh, we're not comfortable with you staying with us and this and that because of what you've done in the past, you know? Yeah. Like, like yeah. 10, 15 years ago, I stole my dad's, like, fucking jug of quarters, dude. You know? Well, like, yeah. granted, there was, like, $900 in quarters in it, but that's yeah. the only thing I've ever stolen from him. And uh, so they just, they hold that against me to the max. And so they weren't comfortable with me coming because of that. And then my little brother has, like, three kids, and they want to be able to spend time with their grandkids and this and that. And it's like... Yeah. Okay, so your grandkids are more important than me. Like, I haven't seen you guys on Christmas in nearly 10 years because of prison and everything else. Like, okay. Yeah. So, this will be year 12 that I haven't been home for Christmas. So. I'm sorry, yeah. dude. I know that feeling. I'll probably do the same thing as I did last year. I'll just go hang out with 
some friends or something like that. Like, you know something crazy, dude? So, this dude I used to buy black from, dude, I don't, I don't know if you ever met, used to drive the Mercedes. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, white dog, drove yeah. the black Mercedes. Yeah, 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 I remember You him. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So... I'd been out here for like six months or so, right? Uh-huh. And I'm walking across the street from Burger King, and he hops out of his car at the pawn shop this, while I'm walking. And me and him ended on really bad terms, right? Like, okay. we were going to kill each other, dude. Like, he had robbed me, dude. Like, we ended on, ended on pretty bad terms. All right. And he pops out of his, he pops out of the car. He's like, Kirk. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? He's like, what's up, dude? And he's like, what are you doing, dude? And he like, acts like nothing ever happened. Has me come sit in the car with him. Yeah. Smoked a big old chunk of black with me. Oh, he smoked you out with out. black? He, had, he, huh? he, smoked huh? you out, he smoked you out with black? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. And he ends up giving me like 40 bucks and shit at, like when we're done hanging out and shit because I'm like homeless. And, yeah. You know, he's doing all right at the time. And okay. Fucking... Yeah, his, his whole family moves here right around the same time as as I did. That's so, a fucking yeah, me and trip. Yeah, me and him hang out all the time now. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's crazy though, huh? Yeah. I've, I've it, ran into a few people that are from fucking back home here. Isn't it crazy how that shit works out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, fucking um, fucking uh, Lindsay uh, got out of prison, right? And she went to prison? Yeah, did I didn't tell you about that? No, what'd she go to prison for? Okay, so this story that I was telling Kirk was pertaining to what had ended up happening to, you know, my new ex, Lindsay. You know, we had um, recently broken up. You know, all this crazy shit was happening that was just leading more and more to our breakup. You know, I, I remember set, telling Kirk uh, th- this one time I was, I was like at work and just going about my business. I, I was uh, at, in drug court at the time, so I was like, you know, clean, getting drug tested and um, maintaining a job, whatnot. So I get this random message request from someone and and I look and see who it is and I read it and this guy's like, hey, you know, uh, I know you don't know me and whatnot, but uh, I just wanted to let you know that uh, your girlfriend, Lindsay, is like uh, posting Facebook live videos and live streaming on Facebook of her like you know, shooting up, shooting up black tar on live and just like getting naked and like rubbing her pussy like on live and, it, and there's like 50 fall viewers followers or whatever people watching her do all this crazy just crazy shit you know on live stream and i was like oh what and he was like yeah and he, uh here's some screenshots and it was just like screenshots of her on facebook live literally shooting up fucking like shooting up heroin like topless and then like fuck being like naked and like yeah, rubbing, it's just masturbating on live. Like, who, who fucking does that? And so then I would be like, I found this information. I was just like, oh my, well, hey, thanks. Good looking out for <laughs> letting me know that juicy detail of what my fucking insane girlfriend is doing. And, uh, you know, I'd send shit to Lindsay and, like, she was just freaking out, like, oh my God, you know, I'm so sorry. 
crying and stuff. And I was just like, oh my God, what's my life? And, uh, fuck, dude. Like, I remember one time she was, like, dope sick and, like, demanded. Because I would take her rent check and make sure it got paid so she could, like, pay her rent. And she would, like, threaten to, like, sue me if I didn't give back the rent check. And I was like, no, like, you paid rent with it. And she'd be all dope sick and pissed off at me. But anyway, besides the point, um, oh, memories. Oh, aren't they grand? <laughs> but um, so, yeah, our our relationship spiraled until one day she kind of just, um, you know, went to L.A. and didn't tell me. And was dating, you know, Cleo. I've talked about Cleo. She saved my life, Cleo. Love you. So, yeah, you know, <clears throat> they were dating and their relationship also coincidentally spiraled out of control until they were both homeless on the streets of Hollywood. And, you know, Lindsay would just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm talking about this. If, if, you're, Lindsay, if you're listening, Lindsay, I'm sorry that I'm divulging all this shit, but hey fucking happened but she would like she had gotten like she'd like boosted like a stick cam or something those stu- or no like a selfie stick you know what a selfie stick is it's like it's not a stick cam but it's like it's fucking pole you put your fucking phone on and take selfies from farther away oh that's so cool those things are so fucking lame <laughs> anyway she had one of those and they literally were like living in a tent in LA somewhere and they'd be like fucking and she'd be fucking filming it on her selfie stick sending it to me and I'm like uh, gross like the only reason I say it's gross is because they were strung out uh, homeless and sweaty and naked and having sex like Lindsay is a beautiful woman don't get me wrong Cleo's a beautiful person you know but uh they were you know they've looked better is all i'm saying and i don't want to see them naked like homeless and strung out fucking in a tent with a selfie stick ew but you know that mental image will always kind of just like haunt me in my it's like good nightmare fuel but um regardless they they i had run-ins with them a couple times like like the story i told last week or uh when i got high with them and overdosed really bad and shit like that. But I was still, you know, in drug court and abstaining. And for a while, I was just on this good dry run. If I'd relapse, I was relapsed, relapsed fucking in Central Coast. But uh, what ended up happening to them is they had to deal with some crazy shit. Like, you know, when you're homeless um, and have a tent, uh, there's all these weird ordinances uh, where the, you know, police or whatever – they will, they will at certain times of the day, uh, if your tent is up and not broken down, they'll take it and uh, not confiscate it, but they'll just clear it out and you'll have to like pick it up at the police station, crazy shit like that. So they'd be without a tent. You know, crazy shit happens when you're homeless and you, some bullshit happens and you just, everything you've come up on is gone. Like you fall asleep and some, you wake up and find your shoes missing at union station, some crazy shit like that. So, um, they weren't digging LA too much. And, uh, Lindsay's mom had offered her a Greyhound ticket for the, both of them to go, uh, take a Greyhound to Ohio. It's a long fucking journey from 
Los Angeles, California to fucking Youngstown, Ohio. Like, holy shit. Um, but they did it and they fucking detoxed and were dope sick for most of that drive. Cause I mean, you're homeless strung out in fucking in the city. Like you're not going to have enough dope to sustain you through that fucking fucking voyage. Um, you know, they got the Greyhound ticket and they took, they took it all the way to Ohio. It took days to get there from what Lindsay had told me. And, um, yeah, they were sick as fuck that whole time, but I think they were a little bit better when they got up there. I'm not sure, but I know for a fact they were they had gotten back into their old ways of like getting high and fucking off. Um and so what ended up happening was um Lindsay and Cleo were like smoking a blunt with these dudes uh for some reason. I mean, they smoked them out with a blunt so they couldn't say no. And um they're still broke in Ohio, just like, what the fuck are we going to do? And Cleo sees like a bike, a bicycle of that in the garage, I guess of at the dude's house. So, uh, they ended up leaving, going back to Lindsay's house and Cleo's like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to steal that bike. And, uh, Lindsay's like, no, that's not a good idea. And, and Cleo's, they've been, I guess, you know, Cleo and them were, and Lindsay had a good meth habit too. So I think Cleo was methed out and wanted to steal some shit. And so at night, Cleo walks down the street to these people's house, finds it in the garage uh, or the parking structure or whatever it was and tries to take off with a bike. And so um, these dudes find out, you know, catch her, red fucking handed and, uh, start chasing her <laughs> and she's riding away as fast as you can on the bike, trying to cut through streets and shit. They get in their car and they're trying to hunt her down. And so Cleo managed to get back to Lindsay's mom's house with the bike. And she's like, Oh yeah, they found me though. I got to go hide. Like I'm going to go hide in the woods. Like Lindsay's backyard from the, from her mom's house has like this crazy wooded area, you know? Uh, anyway, these dudes like called the cops, I guess knew where Lindsay lived, went back. The cops came up there, went through the woods, found Cleo, picked her up. It was like a class three felony or some shit. So now Cleo's in jail in Ohio jail, California resident in Ohio jail. Isn't that great when you're visiting somewhere out of state or even another town and bullshit happens, you get locked up and you're in a town, so in the, you're in jail in a town you don't even live in. And Ohio jail, mind you, from what I've been told by uh, Ohio natives, it sucks so much worse than um, than California jail. Uh, I think it's just the structures are built more solitary, and at the same time, they treat offenses there, especially possession-like charges, way more serious. They're, they're felonies where in California, they're misdemeanors. So you're in jail for a, a long ass time. And Ohio's crazy. I'd go to gas stations when I was there and there'd be like little, um, free magazines and you open up and there'd be mug shots of all the people, local people in jail. So you just be like, Oh, Hey, so-and-so's in jail. You know, like I have like four mug shots of Lindsay. I could just, I just pulled up from the internet alone. <laughs> they're, um, yeah, 
mugshot. What can I say about mugshots? I have mugshots on my own. They're fucked. But uh, so, yeah, Cleo ended up in jail. Lindsay was all fucked up. And she would talk to me about it and be like, oh, Cleo's in jail. What am I going to do? I'm so sad. You know, that kind of shit. And I'd be like, well, fuck. Well, I don't know. Like, just like, don't get strung out. Like, I I was like working and I don't know, just worrying about not relapsing myself. So, which I was doing pretty good of. I mean, I had a few slip ups and I skated by drug test, but... I don't know how I graduated drug courts beyond me. But anyway, and then Lindsay ended up, uh, she like a month later, she ended up, um, she got busted shoplifting some petty shit. And then they searched her and found needles. She had like a, a theft charge and a um, possession of paraphernalia charge. So she ended up in jail. Uh, and she'd call me from jail. Funny enough, I've uh, like somewhere on the hard drive. I also found a few recordings where I talked to Lindsay on the j- on the phone, and she's in jail. Probably won't upload those; they're not that spicy. Don't worry. But um, then she got let out early to go to. It was like an inpatient, I think. I believe she was at an inpatient. They drove her to the hospital so she get her IUD. I think checked on. Yeah. She was just getting her IUD checked on. And, um, she left out the back door, walked down the street to some friend's house, smoked some crack and was just went on the run. And she finally called the, the facility and they said, yeah, come by, come back by. We'll get you to another inpatient. Don't worry. And in reality, she came back and those, that inpatient called the cops, had her arrested. She's back in jail. They end up maxing her out. So she goes from jail, gets transferred to prison. So Cleo and Lindsay were in jail and prison basically for a, a good long time. And that's what ended up happening to them. And that was my story. Lindsay eventually got out. So all this crazy shit happens. Uh, later in her life, she had met a girl and Lindsay's bias. Lindsay starts dating some girl she met in jail. They get strung out while Cleo's still in prison and um, her girlfriend overdoses and Lindsay had walked in on her dead and that was really hard. She talked about it when she came on the podcast. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I haven't talked to Lindsay in quite some time. I hope she's doing good. But anyway, that's the story. And we'll get back to uh, the recording with Kirk and I. So, peace. All the people that I've known that have died recently... Like within the last year, year and a half, none of them have had funerals. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I was saying something about that to my friend Alex earlier, and she was like, well, funerals are expensive, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what's your funerals free? Like, you do it at a church or some shit, you like, that's free. You know what I mean? Not always. Not the church or anything like that. Not it's always. The casket that costs money and all that other shit. Oh, you know the caskets. I mean? Yeah, I would just get cremated. I was like, just cremate me, yeah. you know? Yeah, just fucking cremate me, dude. Like, yeah, right. Dirt cheap, and then you can go throw me in the fucking ocean or something. You know? I, I, uh, you can have your ashes shot into space. I want my ashes shot into uh, outer space. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool, huh? Yeah. I'd do uh, that. That'd be cool. Yeah. But I have to outlive my parents. That's my big goal. <laughs> you know? Outlive my parents. Oh, yeah. That's probably...
always something you should do, dude. No parent should ever have to bury their child, you know? I told you about my fucking overdose, right? Oh, dude, I... Did I tell you what happened to me like a week and a half ago, dude? Like, I have a broken collarbone right now, bro. Why? What like, happened? I fucking... I went in the bathroom in the middle of the night, sick as fuck, and I had, or I had eaten, like, six Zanny bar, I had eaten, like, six bars. Usually I only eat, like, two or four of them at a time. Uh-huh. I'd eaten, like, six because I felt really fucking gooey. Yeah. I, like, a fucking... I did, like, a 20-shot, dude, and I, I found a vein... So oh I only did a God. instead of a half. Jesus. Um, I've been muscling it for so long. And I what the vein, fuck? And it was in like my foot or whatever. So I laid down and like elevated my foot. Yeah. And then I stood up and up on the floor like fucking four or five hours. And collarbones broken, dude. Like the cartilage that connects your collarbone to your ribs, dude. That cartilage right there is totally gone. Like what the bad fuck? shit, dude. Yeah. What did you do, dude? Huh? What did you do? Well, when I stood up, I fell out, dude. And when you fall out, your hands don't go out and catch you when you fall. Yeah. So I obviously fell, like, oh. right on my collarbone. Holy like, right f- on my shoulder in a oh. weird angle where it fucking fractured so my collarbone. You, and oh, my God. It's all gone and all types of shit, dude. Like, what I the fuck? Barely, I, dude, like, taking my shirt off is, like, the hardest thing in the fucking world to do. It's so fucking painful, dude. Like, I can't my arm past, like... Can't even get my arm all the way up to my nipple. Like what the fuck? Fucking, it hurts, dude. And it's not just in the front either. It's like my shoulder, like wow, goes all the way down to my elbow and my back, my chest, dude. Like my chest is all swollen and shit, dude. It fucking sucks. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, dude. That's the second time that that I've overdosed since I've been staying with this chick, dude. The first time she found me on the bathroom floor. Oh no. And she's like totally not cool and dope or whatever. And uh Does she know how to hit Does she uh, know how to hit does she know how to hit someone with Narcan? Yeah, but we don't have any dude because oh. she's still on her ex boyfriend, dude. Like I need to go to oh, the sh- and get some more. Well at least she knows how to fucking use it, you know. Yeah, I mean she knows what time it is, dude. Like she knows my past and everything like that, dude. I mean her boyfriend's uh, her ex is a fucking is a junkie, but he's like the worst kind of junkie, you know. Like, what do you he, like, mean? Stole her dead mother's jewelry and like what? clucked it, dude. Like, oh, that's fucked. Stole, stole their flat screen TV on Valentine's Day and what? It. Like, what a piece of shit. Yeah. Wow, dude. So, yeah. That's fucked up. Hold on one second. What up? <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. It's not that one, it's the end one. Oh, shit. So, alright. Um, yeah, dude. So, when did you overdose? Oh, uh, it was like a little over a fucking month ago. Oh, yeah. I took four hits of Narcan, bro. Or Naloxone, Naloxone. Yeah, the, the last one I did, remember when I overdosed in my place in, in slow? Or in Pismo or whatever, and you picked me up from the hospital. Dude, yeah, from, that was from the China White I gave you. Yeah, dude. Oh. Like a wash of the blacks, dude, and they hit me like four or five times. They said, we they thought I was done, dude. We did. The we cops just showed up. The cops showed up just to put a toe tag on me. He said, What the fuck? I would have fucking never have forgiven myself if you died that night. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know how I am still alive. 
Okay, so wait. Like, let me, like, refresh my memory. Do you remember a, a, a lot about that night? Like... Yeah, because I came over and I had just gotten back from LA. I had picked I had picked up some. That night it was the next morning, dude. Like, did I? But you were do you were doing the dope I gave you. Huh? You were doing the dope I gave you. Uh, the next morning I was yeah. But I didn't even think it was enough, so I mixed the rest of the black that I had. But dude, that fucking shit was strong, bro. It's definitely got fentanyl in it. If I would have hit. Like all of it in the vein Like I missed most of it bro Thank god dude Did like, you put coke in it yeah, too? I mean I got it in my elbow bro And like oh, I did it And god. Chick, Thank god she was there I probably would have died But uh She uh She was sitting on the bed Right next to me dude And I just did it And I was like Fuck man I missed most of it Dude I'm gonna be sick All fucking And then you fell out Next thing you know I'm fucking I've got five paramedics And a cop standing over me you're fucking dude. Why would you uh, why would you overestimate or underestimate the fucking a powder fucking dope like that from L. A. Dude. Because I remember I had done some the night before, dude, and it didn't do anything to me. Bro, dude, no, it did. It must have. It just it felt different. Dude was so retarded. Remember, dude, I was doing like half gram shots and shit. Yeah, but this was this was the fucking magic, bro. This shit's different. It's different high, bro. I know it is. I know it is. Dude, I came over there and we were mixing. We were so stupid. We were mixing black tar, fucking that China white magic bullshit, and coke in one in shots and cooking the three of them together and shooting them. Yeah, I know. God damn! And then yeah, the next morning you fell out and went to the fucking. Oh my god, dude! I'm so glad you're alive, bro. I would have never forgiven myself. That was that was my worst one I think I've had. I, yeah, I might have had one worse than that, but uh, that was definitely either the first or second worst one I've had. Yeah. I've had a lot of them. Yeah, dude. And that. What's crazy, dude, is like I mean, I haven't had the cops called for probably half of them that I've had, dude. Like. Oh no, I'm glad the I cops mean, weren't called for half. You know, fuck that. Yeah, like the majority of overdoses that I've had, dude. Like, there's been no paramedics or anything you know like i've just woken up hours and hours later just like what the fuck happened dude scared it like it's scary dude it's fucking scary yeah it was really fucking scary dude like you can't describe it any way other than that after i got got kicked out of the salvation army dude like i hadn't used in like three months right Uh and i was um i started smoking and i only smoked for a few days and i went right to shooting Oh my uh, god Dude I was overdosing everywhere dude Fuck In front of Walgreens dude Like in random people's bathrooms Oh my god On the sidewalk Right by the fucking You know Right by AMPM and shit And uh (laughs) Fucking Wow In fields Like everywhere dude In fields Dude I'd be falling out Jesus dude It's crazy Yeah dude And like A few times like I got robbed For everything I had That's how I lost my ID and shit Like Fucking Fucking do a shot, dude, and fucking people would be right there to take all my dope and... Fuck. Fuck, dude, that's fucked up. This dude that I thought was my boy, dude, fucking, I was like, dude, just make sure that I'm taking care of, you know, like, you know, just watch me in case I fall out or whatever, and I did this big old goofball, and I made sure that I did way more meth than I did heroin, like, I didn't even do, like, a half a dime of heroin. Yeah. Like, close to a 20, and close to a 20 of meth. Oh, my God. 20 of meth out here is a gram. Yeah. I, I get a ball I get a ball of meth out here for like thirty bucks. What the fuck? So um but uh I did that and uh I fell out right in front of Walgreens 
Uh-huh. Dude, I had $500 in my pocket, dude. I fucking Whoa. had a ball of black, and I had a quarter of meth, dude. Oh, my God. Wait, who took it? The dude that I told the washing that I thought was my boy. Oh, uh, fuck. And I woke up, like, four or five hours just sick as fuck, throwing up everywhere. Oh, like, no. Like, sick from doing too much, dude. And I went and I tried to hunt him down, uh, and I found him. Yeah. And I was too sick. Like, I tried to get my money from him and shit, and I was still too out of it and shit. I ended up just falling down and going to sleep again. I was, like... Dope hungover, dude. Like, heroin hangovers are the worst. Like, you take a drag of a cigarette and you throw up, and the next day when you wake up, you have that splitting migraine. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's worse than any alcohol hangover. That's worse than anything, dude. That's, like, the worst, dude. Yeah, it Uh, sucks. (sighs) Fuck it. I'm freezing my balls off. I'm gonna go inside, dude. Um... Fucking talk again soon though for sure. Alright? Alright, well yeah, if we don't I mean if we don't talk on the phone, we'll fucking text each other. It was fucking I miss you, man. Yeah. And we'll plan out yeah, a way we'll we'll like, you know, we'll plan a way for um to get you uh reunited with all your shit that's in my fucking storage unit. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get I'm gonna try to get Brian to take me down there or something. You know? That would be so, chill as fuck, we'll dude. Yeah, we'll figure something out, bro. Yeah. Alright, brother. Alright, brother. Uh, yeah, have a good one. All right, right, love you, bye.